When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. <laughs> Welcome in to the CHGO Bulls podcast, man. Thank y'all for joining us. Thank you for being here. Thank you for hanging out. Thank you for watching or listening or however you are consuming this product. Thank you very much. I am Big Dave. Follow me on Twitter at Bow Sports. On the man on the ones and twos is my man Stephen Nichols. Where can they follow you, Stephen? You can't follow me. What? I'm not. I'm not a Twitter guy. How dare you? I know. I'm the worst. Any social media? Huh? Uh, I have an Instagram, but don't follow it. <laughs> <laughs> I have one. Just don't don't follow it, though. Oh, he likes being anonymous. Yeah, send, yeah. send steaks here to the studio for my man, Steven. That will let him know that you are down. He is a man who eats steak, steak and eggs, right? Yeah, every day. He, steak steak and get eggs. down. I'm going to take you to steak and egg one day and really bro your mind. <laughs> really mess don't you tease up. me with a good time. Oh, <laughs> yes, sir. But you see this gentleman over here to my left. I like to call him the youngest in charge. This young man right here will be someone's boss out here one day. I promise you that. Incredibly awesome, wonderfully intelligent. Now he is a sports reporter for the Chicago Sun-Times, covering a bunch of sports for them, them. which is awesome, ladies and gentlemen. Our guy, Kyle Williams, is here. Appreciate it. Good to be back. I'm so happy to be back. It's been a while. It's been a minute, man. How have you been, sir? It's been a since the last time I was here. Graduated, yes, sir. Graduated. That felt good. Congratulations on Appreciate that. Congratulations that. on that. That sir. felt good. Started, What'd you get your degree in? Uh, so graduated from Northwestern with a degree That's sports a media. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was that was a great accomplishment. You know, I didn't think I was going to do it. Mm. Never thought I would do it, but being on that stage, you know, taking a picture with Jay and yeah. just really having it all soak in. Yeah, I was. It was. The best year of my life. Jay Adonde. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Just see, you see how you say that? My man, J.A. Just, you know, sorry, First name basis. Just, just casual. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. right. It's, it's been good. Life's been good, though, man. Just yeah. been sports, music, yeah. movies, repeat. <laughs> That's pretty much it. So I see you covering a lot of the high school hoops now oh, yeah. for the Sun-Times, oh, yeah. man. So how, how fun is that for you? Man, listen, I, yeah. I grew up on high school sports yes, here, man. Yes, like, boys, like, I've been doing some a lot of girls' basketball. That's mm-hmm. my main beat. And, man, mm-hmm. I've seen some hoopers. Yeah. And, like, I don't say that. Like, Trinity Jones at Bolingbrook, mm-hmm. she five-star, has every offer you could think of. Mm-hmm. And I got to, to watch her last Monday. Man. Baller. Grabbed the rebound and went coast-to-coast in three dribbles. Kid you not, three dribbles. And so it's just been fun to really tap into, you know, girls' basketball hasn't really been covered in Chicago like that. Correct. Um, Especially from our side of things. So being able to create my own niche, my own lane, Mm -hmm. and then having like people, like it's still insane to me when I see my name on the Sun Times. Isn't that wild, bro? It's it's so crazy. (laughs) Like that, like there's been two moments where I just couldn't believe that this is my job now. And that was one of them, was just seeing my name. On that, on, on the website as a sports reporter. Man. So it's been great, though. Well, it's well deserved, brother. Appreciate it. It's well that. deserved. You have earned every single thing that you have and every <laughs> single thing coming to you, including being on this awesome show right here. Of course. Thanks for joining me of again. Of course, man. man. I'm so happy to see you, man. But yes, coming up on the show, we are going to dive into a couple things, man. We're going to talk about winning while rebuilding. It's a thing that can happen, ladies and gentlemen. Unless you're the Pistons. 27. Oh, my God. (laughs) We're going to talk about that. We're going to dive into who is benefiting the most since Zach Levine has been injured. Is it Pat? Is it Io? Or is it Kobe? But first and foremost, before we even get into the Bulls stuff, 
First and foremost, can we give a round of applause to our man who made it to the finals on Jeopardy? Our boy Chris Pennant. Look at him. Look at that. That's the face of a winner, ladies and gents. Look at that. That's the, oh my God, that's the hell yeah. I know that face. I said, oh, damn right. He can't curse on TV. That's all that is. He is excited. He is smart. <laughs> that is all that you need to know. That's all that needs to be said. He is smart. I don't know if the finals happen today okay. or if they're going to happen another day because that happened uh, yesterday. Oh, that, okay. So he made it there yesterday. So I don't know if it happened today or not. We'll, fi we'll find that out. But that is amazing, dog. That is truly, truly yeah. amazing to end up on the finals. On, not just to be on the show. I know people who have been on the show. All right. I don't know anybody who's made it to the finals. All right. That is very first for me. He is skilled. He is awesome, ladies and gentlemen. He covers the sky, the CHGO sky. Here for them, so make sure you watch that show. Shout out to our guy Steven, who was filling in for me yesterday. Does the CHGO Sky show with the guy? Good awesome, guy. awesome. Oh, basketball mind just on 50. You yes. know what I mean? So, yes, check those guys out once again. Congratulations to Chris. Steven, how, how far do you think you can get on Jeopardy? Uh, I'm really good at the $200 questions, <laughs> the $200 as long as they're not like literature or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's lit. <laughs> You know what? I can't deal with you, man. I can't deal with you, bro. Oh man, I think I can. I think I can do okay. I think I do all right. What would be your special category? Like, what are you really good at? Oh, like a, a music question. guy or music? You know, yeah, <laughs> it'd yeah, be music. easy. As soon as they throw out music or history, I love it. Almost minored in history in college. Okay, I'm a history person. This guy, okay. all yeah. right. I don't need more reasons to be loved. <laughs> Kyle, how about you? You're a Northwestern grad. Oh, I mean, you're a smart guy. So I could I could do English literature, music, and those would be my go-tos. Music, you know. Yeah. I feel I'm I'm a, I mean they kind of go intertwined with me. I read a lot mm, about music. That's I true. I read a lot about like music stories, music articles. You know, mm -hmm. right now I'm reading a book about a tribe called Quest again. I, it's, it's a good reread just about their origin, but. No, I'm a music guy. You, you heard him say again. Did you hear that? If it's a good book. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> a good book. I, I just love those, you know, learning about your favorite groups and how they made your favorite album. Mm. Like, mm. what was Q-Tip thinking when he made a world tour? Mm. Like, like, what went into that? Like, I need to know those Bye, things. Sarah. Bye, Sarah. No, you're right. Sarah's leaving. Go ahead, please. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's, you know, have you guys ever seen the SNL Jeopardy sketch? Yes. 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 Many times. That... Every time I think of Jeopardy, I always think of like that and when they did Black Jeopardy with uh, oh. with Tom Hanks. Oh, his was classic, bro. When he had when he had the hat, when he was a uh, Trump supporter dude. Yep. Yeah, man. I like a big old woman. <laughs> I like him. And then the last question, when they when he thought he had made it out of Dodge, and it was like, these lives matter now. Wait. And he's right. like, all right, Keenan was like, we, we ran out of time here. I love Keenan. was like, it's been fun, it's been fun <laughs> It's been fun, man. I got some fingers on this right here. We, yeah. we sure you do. We sure you do. Oh, man. Ooh, all right, yeah, we can get lost in this, man. But let's deal with some news, though. Let's deal with some quick news of the day. Some injury update news, ladies and gentlemen, on Nikola Vucevic. Thank you, Steven. As you can see, expected timetable for Chicago Bulls center Nikola Vucevic with a groin strain at least 7 to 10 days for Nikola Vucevic. So that is about, I would say, maybe five games for the Chicago Bulls in the time that he might be out. That's calculating if he's out for those yeah. 10 days. Um, I, I wonder if this has anything to do with how Andre Drummond played. That's just, you know, a little bit of cynicism in my brain, wondering yeah. that. But I'm sure, you know, Vooch is not a guy who likes missing games. He's not a guy who's, who's just going to sit out just to sit out. Right. Played all 82 last year, obviously. I think this is kind of something that we might have seen coming. Also, being third or fourth in minute, in total minutes in the NBA, you expect something like that to happen to a vet. Yeah, like him and him and Demar and Kobe, they've played a very large amount of minutes yeah. the past, you know, since Zach's been now. Yeah. And you know, Vucevic played like you said all eighty two games last season, and you know, got kicked in that area. Mm -hmm. So I think you know him taking it slow, especially with a groin injury, those soft tissue injuries, Dang. you gotta. You got to really take yeah. care of those, make sure you don't re-aggravate it. Mm. And, then, you know, so seven to ten days, you know, it gives a healthy leeway for Andre Drummond to get some well-deserved playing time. And he is definitely doing that, man. They got uh, over those, if we're talking about the ten days, they got the Pacers next. Yep. Uh, two games against Philly, the Knicks on the road, mm. and then at home against the Charlotte Hornets. That will take you up to January 5th. So, 
That should be that's an interesting time as well because that not a lot of centers in that in that group. And you know, jo- Joel Joel's hurt. Uh, the Knicks in uh, Mitchell Robinson's hour. Yeah. yeah, it's Hardenstein. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they just signed Todd Gibson again. Yes, they did. Who look, who guarded Gassed. Giannis and was like, <laughs> "All right, <laughs> wait, y'all this big now? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, you're like you're this skilled and big. <laughs> wait a minute, man. Wait Todd's like, minute. this is not the Giannis from 2015. <laughs> I don't, I don't remember that. Where's Mike Dunleavy at? Like, somebody got hit this dude. Oh, my God. Yeah, things have changed. You saw it on yeah. his face because he played 13 minutes and looked like he played 35. It was one of those, like, man, did I make the right decision? Right. It got real. Got it, real it got really quick. real for him really quick, man. So that's going to be interesting, though, to watch it uh, over these next few games, how it's going to be because of the game that Andre Drummond had. And I'm sure they were talked about uh, on the post game yesterday yeah. with Matt and Steven, man. But 24 points and 25 rebounds and five stocks. <laughs> That's a as our guy Goat stat. likes to call it. You know, <laughs> st- Goat likes to call them stocks, oh, yeah. steals and, and blocks, blocks together. Five stocks that he had, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. But talk about the uh, game that Andre Drummond had, man. And were you surprised at this? I, we know he can do this, but yeah. just how surprised were you to see him do it? I would say I, w- I wasn't too surprised just because he does it just in his limited minutes. If you extrapolate over, you know, per 36. Yeah. But still, to see that stat line is right out of a video game. <laughs> 24 points, 25 rebounds. But he was so active. That yeah. was really stood out to me. He's up in the pick and roll getting – knocking the ball away from Trey Young, yes. you know, grabbing every rebound like usual, contesting shots. It was an all-around good game from Andre Drummond. And, you know, showed Billy, hey, maybe I should get more than 13, even when Vooch is back, mm-hmm. help lessen his minute total. But what about you? What did you think about the whole, you know, 39-minute, 25, po- 25 rebounds, excuse mm-hmm. me, 24-point performance? Uh, I, was, I was surprised. I, I, can't, I can't front on it. I was surprised. Yeah. I like Andre Drummond, but I'm always on the ship and off the ship with Andre <laughs> Drummond. You know, it's always 50-50. Yep. I call him Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. So you never know what you're going to get Absolutely. with Andre Drummond. You know, when you get good Drummond, you get this. Yeah. You know, when you get bad bad Drummond, you don't get that. <laughs> you get oh my, get a comedy of errors. Uh, uh, against him. the Cavs, he had one point, yes. six rebounds. Yes. It's just yes. you never know. You don't know, man. And so you, it's hard for me to buy in totally. But I know he fits what the Bulls need. The Bulls are lacking rebounding. Yep. He can fix that. Uh, the defense, like, he's really excellent at steals. I think yeah. that's not talked about enough. I remember when he was at the top of the league in steals when he was starting. And that was just really crazy to me. And blocks as well. So It's quick hands. Yes, very much so. He, hey, he ripped up Trey Young. <laughs> like, he ripped him up, dog. Like, I saw it happen. Like, it was crazy. Yep. So – it was, it was a little surprise to me to watch him drop to 24 and 25, but it was more surprising watching the 11 of 13 shooting, yeah, watching him not miss a free throw, watching him not throw the ball in the stands, you know, for no reason. <laughs> like, those things I was surprised at. And also what was surprising was how fresh he was. Because you mentioned the 39 minutes. Yes. And Billy Donovan is a minutes-heavy guy. You know, oh, he's yeah. going to give you minutes to play. And I was expecting to see him gas because I seen him gas last year. I saw it happen. Yep. I saw him be gas and like I need to get out the game. He was fresh as a daisy, as the kids say. <laughs> he was fresh as a daisy. Big Dave, you saw it in person. Was this like I did? Was this vintage Andre Drummond? It seemed like Detroit Pistons to me. Like this, especially when I looked at the stat line, I did a double take line. There's no yeah. way I just read that right. Like he had how many points and how many rebounds? Yeah, I would say it wasn't even that Detroit Pistons Andre Drummond because I didn't like him with the Detroit Pistons. I thought he got easy 2020s, if that makes sense. Like, it was like cheating 2020s, you know? This one was different, man. Like, every time a shot went up, he took it from everybody and then would just go back up, lay it in, go back up, lay it in. And and I think that Paul hit it on the head. Like, Andre was focused. Like, that's really what it was. He had a real different kind of focus in that game. I don't know if it was because his mother was there. He went and hugged his mother who was in the stands, if that had anything to do with it. Um, but he just had a different kind of sharpness about him and his IQ was raised, you know, and yeah. I'm, I'm not used to seeing that Andre Drummond at all. The, the first plays of the game, like you just saw how he blends in kind of with that offense and, and especially how DeMar plays. Like it just worked really well for him, man. And he just, I mean, this is Clint Capella, you know, Clint Capella is, you know, nothing to sneeze at as far as like rebounding and size. And he just made him look like a child and it was just crazy. And his activity allowed them to play smaller. You know, they had the lineup, Kobe, Caruso, DeMar, yeah, yeah. and I believe it was Io out there yep. around Andre. Yeah. And so it, it allowed them to mix and match with different pieces. And 
that's a credit to Andre Drummond, you know, being active. You know, now whether he continues to play, you know, what he looks like tomorrow, we never know. That part. And, <laughs> you know, Stacy was bringing on the broadcast how, oh, he, he needs to play more. I said the reason he doesn't is because he doesn't do this mm. all the time. And that's that's the, the consistency part is what, you know, Billy and, and honestly any coach looks for. Yeah. The consistency factor. So this is a big stress for Andre Drummond. Yeah. You know, he said he views himself as a starter in this league. Now he has, you know, seven to ten days to really show, you know, whether it's to the Bulls, to it's another team, that he's still a starter in this league. And let me ask you this, because that did bring up a question to me in my head about Billy Donovan. Is this – if Andre Drummond continues this, is this an indictment on Billy? Because, like I said, like Vooch playing the third most minutes in the league, you know, that means Drummond is not getting those – you know, half of those minutes, like you said, 13 that he's getting, yeah. to come out and perform like that, not just a regular cool game, but like an elite center kind of game. Is that an indictment on Billy in any kind of way? I don't think it's an indictment on him because they've invested in, you know, the center with Vucevic. Sure. And so it's, it's hard to have minutes for on, you know, it's just hard because you're penciling in Vuce for 30 to 32 minutes. It, and they can't play together. That's the <laughs> biggest thing. Don't do that. <laughs> even, though, even though they try. Don't they do it. It just doesn't work don't when do they it, play please. together. Please. And so it's just hard to to find those minutes. You know, you, you can find, you know, look in the couch cushions for the minutes. They're just not there. It's just because Vooch is it's 33 minutes for Vooch. And then, so yeah. it's just a math thing at that point. Mm. And it, it's but I don't think it's indictment on Billy. It's more mm. so just a predicament there. And with, you know, mm. two arguably starting level big men. Yeah, I think one part you you definitely hit, he had, needs to show the consistency yeah. in it. But also, Billy's stubborn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Billy's a stubborn guy, dog. We've, we've seen it over the years. He is stubborn, and he'll stick with something even when we're like, change it, change it. Yep. He'll still stick with it. I think there'll obviously be a change uh, coming. Uh, there was one more stat I wanted to show from my guy, uh, Drew Stevens, uh, from uh, the, Bigs. the Bigs. Shout, shout out, out to him, man. Shout out to the Bigs, Drew is man. amazing, and shout out to the Bigs as well. But Drummond, the first player in franchise history with 24 points, 25 rebounds, the five stocks in a game. But the five players up there that have done that, of course, Dream, Barkley, who always blows Sir my mind because he's like 6'4". Roy Tarpley, shout out to Roy Tarpley with the Mavs, Chris Webber, and Dwight Howard. That's it. That's the list, bro. Like, that is the list. Andre Drummond is now on this list with these kind of ball – yeah, look at Steven's brain right now. <laughs> like, with these kind of ball players. Yeah, one man. of those names is definitely not like the other. <laughs> you know that little Wayne where he's like, when you mention Pac, Biggie, and Jay-Z, don't forget Wheezy Baby? Mm. That's how Andre is with, mm. like, every rebound stat is, you know, Hall of Famers yeah. and then Andre Drummond. And then Andre Drummond, yep. That's how it is. It's like, wait a minute, where you come from? Oh, you've been there the whole time, <laughs> sir. So that is really amazing that he is on that kind of list and doing those kind of things for the Chicago Bulls, man. And, man, we just hope to keep watching it. Honestly, I want to see it be consistent, you know. I know how important he is to this team, and he'll obviously get more minutes. Billy is not going to just not give him more minutes. So, And I think that bodes well for Vooch, too. You know, getting older, and who hasn't had an awesome year. Of course, he's had spurts, but he hasn't had an awesome year. So, you know, giving Drummond a little Defense more of that regressed. time. Yeah, maybe correct. that could be fatigue. Correct, correct. It could be all those things. So maybe giving him a little more of that time, you know, to see what's going on on the floor also will be great. And, of course, this won't bother the guys because they're the best of teammates, man. Yeah. Like Drummond is an incredible teammate, man. Yeah. They really are fond of each other, man. They're really cool with each other. So congratulations, Andre Drummond. You're amazing. Wow. <laughs> Watching it live, wow. It was, it was, it was mind-blowing. My nephew did not believe you were 29 years old. He thought he was 36. He did not Wait, believe he's he was 29. 29. He's 20. Yes, yeah, he's face. younger than me. Yes, he's 29 years old. Yeah. How? Him and, Ka- him and Kevon Looney have that. <laughs> they they seem more older than they actually are. That's true. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, Steve. <laughs> I'm sorry, I like bro. I just dated myself a little bit. Now. I can't believe that. <laughs> he, he got so upset. He's been in the league for like 30 years. Are you sure? 31. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> While you were at that game, by the way, you uh, met a couple fans. Uh, $20 super chat from Luke Urbeck. Hey. Big Dave, I saw you at the game. Me and my mom talked to you, and I'm from Wisconsin. My mom told you she's from Utah. Much love, brother. Yes, I definitely remember them, man. We were leaving out in the tunnel. Uh, I met them. He and his mom came up to me and told me just how much they love the show and watch it. And when she told me she's from Utah, I obviously hugged her immediately. And I was just blown away by that, you know, just being yeah. from Utah or, or living in Utah. My mom said she's back and forth. She also kind of stays here, too. But, 
Yeah, just being there and listening to us there. You know, she was like, I love it all. I love the hat throws. <laughs> <laughs> like, I love the takes. She was like, I, I watch you guys. And he was awesome to meet as well, man. Like, no, it was, it was just really cool, man. I met a bunch of fans yesterday. It was weird Does it ever get old? It doesn't. It doesn't get old, but it's always weird to me, you know, because it's very humbling. And it's always weird to me, bro. Like, I can't – I don't know. I don't, I don't think of myself in that vein. I mean, I know I'm amazing. But I don't think of myself in this vein of, you know what I'm saying? Like, what the, how they're speaking of me. Yeah. Like, it was one guy talking about me. And I promise you, I thought he was talking about someone else, the way he was talking about me. Because he was just raving all these things. And, I'm, and in my head, I'm like, does he know who I am? Like, <laughs> like, I don't know if this dude knows it's me. And no, it was me. Then he went and brought his son to meet me. Then he brought his wife to meet me. And, and you know, That's they awesome. just, it was just crazy. And then people just started coming around, you know, because they all watched the show. And they wanted to talk and everything like that. And it was just really, really cool, man. So it was humbling, bro. It's, it's always humbling. You're right. It doesn't get old. It's always weird to me just because of who I am. But it's always amazing, dog. It really is. It's something special. Something special, man. Come hang out with me one day, Steve. We'll see you, That's man. That's awesome. Yeah, you got to get to more Bulls games than what I just heard. I know, right? You can't wear your Jimmy Butler jersey, though. I'm wearing the Jimmy Butler jersey. <laughs> Damn it. You can't stop me. You can't. <laughs> <laughs> what if I promise you beers and hot dogs all night? All right, I'll call him. All right, all right, all right. All right. There we go. There <laughs> we go. Your his stomach. We can have a discussion, man. Uh, we got to take a break. Uh, we come back, man. We're going to talk about winning while rebuilding. Kyle has some things he would like to say on that, y'all. And then we'll get into which guys are benefiting more from Zach Levine being out, Io, Pat, or Kobe. But first, I want to talk about something I know Steven likes to do, and that's stay in shape. That's work out. Steven is a stout guy. I don't know how he does it. Is it just by eating and running? Is that how you do I, it? I don't do running. Oh, no, Ooh, no. I'm sorry. I didn't mean yeah. to offend Ooh, you. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> not a fan of the running? No. No, no, no one's chasing me. I don't see any reason for it. <laughs> no one's chasing me. I don't care. <laughs> it's the only reason. Oh, my God, yo. <laughs> the Midtown Athletic Club is where you can be running at if you would like to do that or riding a bike at. You can do that as well. But get yourself together at one of the best spots to do it at in the entire city. They got four awesome locations. They're in Palatine, Bannockburn, Willowbrook, and the Midtown Athletic Club and Hotel in the middle of Bucktown and Lincoln Park. It is Matt Peck's sister approved. His sister approves this. She thinks it's amazing. I trust her. And the Midtown Palatine has launched a multi-million dollar transformation of the club which will be complete in early 2024, just in time for all your New Year's resolutions, y'all. Listeners can lock in favorable rates if they join before the end of the year. That's something for everybody at these clubs, y'all. Single people, families with kids, people looking to make lifestyle changes, holistic wellness, all the things that you got, all the things that you're going to need. Over 100 classes come with your membership. Over 100 classes per week Come with your membership. Some of them include yoga, boxing, spin and cycling, cross training, group exercises, high intensity interval training. And it's not gym quality spaces. No, 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 no. This is boutique quality stuff right here, y'all. The indoor, outdoor courts, the super luxe locker rooms, y'all, with the wet and dry saunas and all the other premium amenities. The tennis courts that our guy Karn and Adam Hogue rave about all the time, you can get on one of those because they are professional quality all the way. So head over to midtown.com slash CHGO. That's midtown.com slash CHGO. Find out more and to tour, that rhymed, the Midtown Athletic Club nearest you. Midtown Athletic Club. Sweat it out. Steven, but I do have a question for you, Steven. Okay. What time is it? Game time. Who? Yes. He's been ready. When he told me he was never going to mess up again, he meant it. Yeah, he meant true. it in his soul. Second you said you had a question. I knew what read yeah, it was. I yeah. You, yeah, I, I did it nice. <laughs> I, did, I set you up, man. I, I did it nice. I just wanted to make sure your jumper was tight. You know what I mean? It's on, <laughs> it's on point. It's on point. You shouldn't have to worry when you're buying tickets to your next big event. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all your sports, music, comedy, and theater events nearest you with killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee. Game time takes the guesswork out of buying those tickets. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the start of the event, and even an hour after it starts, y'all. It's not the place. Nope, it is the place. 
to find last-minute seats. Find exclusive flash deals, sponsored deals on tickets to football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and much, much more. And with the zone deals, you pick the section, game time does the selecting. With an average savings of, somebody give me a drum roll. You could have just hit the table. I would have took it. I found it. 18% savings. Save yourself some money. And the game time guaranteed meals, you'll always get the best price available. Game time will credit you not 100%, but 110% of the difference. It's crazy. It's wild. So, Download the Game Time app, create an account, use the code CHGO for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem that code CHGO for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Because Kyle Williams. What time is it? Game time. Ooh. I like that. Gruff, low, grown man. Gotta he grown it. man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, game time. Ooh, you know what I mean? You got to be ready for it. <laughs> you got to be ready for it. <laughs> Prepared, yo. All right, man. Let's go ahead and let's talk about winning while rebuilding. Well, as you put it, staying competitive while while rebuilding. And you wanted to get into this a little bit. Uh, I'm sure especially because of what we're seeing. What transpired in, <laughs> in Detroit. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> but also, it's definitely been a topic amongst Bulls fans about blowing it up, starting over, getting you know younger guys in here, letting Zach go, DeMar go, Vuce go, and just Caruso, everybody getting out of here. So a lot of people didn't see the value in what they're kind of doing now. I never wanted to blow it up ever. <laughs> I, I, I don't like going through rebuilds. I like winning, all right? I like watching competent basketball and good basketball. And I just felt like it was still something I wanted to see from a couple of these young players. And we're starting to see some of those things now. But, but what about you? Like, what brought this to you that you wanted to continue to see competitive basketball while still rebuilding? Because when you – so I'm going to just read off real quick. Sure. The Detroit Pistons first-round picks from 2009 to 2015. Okay. Uh, Austin Day, Greg Monroe, Brandon Knight, Andre Drummond, Contavious Caldwell-Pope, and Stanley Johnson. Okay. There's no star in that group. You know, Andre made two all-star teams. Contavious Caldwell-Pope's a valued role player now. But they didn't, they didn't find that star. Mm. So all of that losing – was all for not basically. And during that span, I don't believe they won any more than 30, 30 games, 32 games. And so there's an, when you lose that much and that frequently, I really do believe that it takes a toll on the franchise. It's hard to, we're, we're seeing it with the Blackhawks in a way. Mm. It's hard to get the losing out of the organization once it's infected the organization. Mm. And, you know, we, and there's examples of teams, Oklahoma city, they rebuilt, but they were never, all right, we're going to, try to lose. Remember the year they had Chris Paul made the playoffs? That's true. And then, then they, That's you know, traded him and then ran with the younger guys. But there's ways to rebuild, retool your roster without, mm-hmm. you know, trading every veteran that's above the age of 28 yeah. and just going at it that way. Like, so, you know, like last night, for example, Andre Drummond, DeMar DeRozan, they stepped up when Kobe White and Patrick Williams weren't there. Sure. But there have been nights when Kobe White was going, then DeMar comes on late. Right. And so it's important to have that veteran presence to lean on during these you know, turbulent times. Mm. And so everybody who says, oh, you just got to trade everybody and then start over, look at the Pistons. They've done it. And, you know, Kay Cunningham's a very solid player, he probably going to be an all-star in this league. No question. He, is he going to be the guy? We don't know. Yeah. You know, they have Jaden Ivey who's in and out. They ha- all of, they were supposed to be a team that's like, okay, now they're going to take that next step forward. It's, it just hasn't happened yet. Yeah. And so I think it's important that you continue to win. And, mm-hmm. you know, they're the biggest <laughs> the biggest example of what happens yeah. when a rebuild it goes off the rails. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, there, there are examples of tearing it down and then winning starting to happen. You know, you have the Sixers, but they're an oddity. Joel Embiid just happened to turn into one of the best players alive. Sure. And even then, Jaleel, Ben Simmons, Nerlens Noel, <laughs> yeah. Markel Foles, they had their flameouts. And so, so this time when, you know, you have your Kobe White shining, you have Patrick Williams, you know, he's attempting to dunk on people now. <laughs> it's, not, it's not working, but he's attempting. And, you know, you have the, the thought that counts, it's right? It's the thought that counts. <laughs> and then you have your Kobe White who is hitting – 
you know, the, my, the one of the funniest things is watching Kobe White when he has a chance to hit a big shot. Yeah. Because when he misses, you can just see it on his face how bad he wants to yes. hit that big shot. Yeah. And so getting those reps and meaningful late game basketball matters. Yeah. Even if they don't win, it still matters. It's mm-hmm. getting plastered by 30 just for the sake of a draft pick. Just it, it's not going to do any good. I mean, yeah. look look at San Antonio. They got the guy right. who everyone pegs as the next guy in the league. Mm-hmm. And they're still going through a lot of losing. Tons of it. Washington, a lot of losing. A lot of bad habits being picked up. Mm-hmm. So I think the Bull, what the Bulls is they're not in the ideal situation they want to be in. Sure. But, you know, Kobe White's ascension, Patrick Williams' ascension, it it, it makes everything better for the organization's outlook. Yeah. And so, you know, fans always want to say, blow it up and get rid of this guy, get rid of Zach. But having the vets like Caruso and DeMar mm-hmm. is going to matter going forward. It's because yeah. if Kobe White is a third option on a good team, it's important for him to get these reps and be able to impart wisdom on whoever the number one and number two, whether it be through the draft or a young player they acquire. Mm-hmm. So that's just how I feel about what about you? What do you, what do you feel about? No, but first of all, that was incredibly well said in all facts. <laughs> and I feel the exact same way. Uh, you are, I've been up here preaching that yep. <laughs> the, same, the same kind of way. Um, Cause there's val- I, I wanted people to see the value in winning and the value, like even just going to a play in game. I'm like, yep. there's value in that, especially for those young guys like Pat and Kobe, who maybe didn't experience that. I don't going to the first round and getting beat up by Milwaukee is fine with me because I'm like, you got to a playoffs, you got to experience what it feels like because it's a different feel, it's a different vibration, and you got to know what it feels like. Now let's work on the next step, which is actually winning, you know? Yeah. So you understand what it is, you know what it tastes like, you know what it feels like. Now it's time to eat. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. when do you want to grub? That one way you can grub and sit at the table is if you go to dinner. You know what I'm saying? If you're not invited to the dinner, you can't eat. You know what I mean? And the bull, I want the bulls to actually get to the dinner to eat. So I'm all about that. The only one I, I, I'm still, I was on board with trading Caruso. uh, Only because when his name is coming up and you're talking about getting two first round picks for a bench player. Yes. I'm deal every day of my life. That's a deal. And I still think they're still a good team without him. They're better obviously with him, Yeah, but I still think they're a good team without him. Now I don't think you can that I think that trade talk is off the uh, table because of Tory Craig. Yep. Since Tory Craig is down, he's going to be down to like March. You got to stick with Caruso. Like yep. you really don't have a choice anymore. Like you got to roll with that. And then I will say, no, I completely. If you can get value for Caruso, they should a hundred percent do it. Yeah. I am not a proponent of being mediocre for the sake of being mediocre. Agreed. I am for. The, I believe that if the team believes that the younger guys are ascending and that the key veteran you know the offseason is coming up DeMar is open to a contract extension right you know whatever they do with that is whatever but I'm what I'm saying is at least have him be around for this group of players to be able to that's a lot of buckets he he's given in this league Dude, right now, like, if you're looking at it, he might be the second best small forward in the league. Yeah. Like, I can make these arguments about this for DeMar DeRozan. And for those things you're saying, like, those guys look up to him. Absolutely. And you see how they play, like. He's rubbing off on Pat. I think Will Will shared the video yesterday of the side-by-side of, um, like, them doing the same move. You're starting to see Kobe going to the the right elbow, pull up Mm mid-range, then Patrick's doing it. Yep. And so they're rubbing off on each other. You're starting to see progression. Mm -hmm. That's what, you know, I think the frustration is with Bulls fans. They weren't seeing the Patrick Williams. You know, you were seeing guys like Lowry Markin and, shoot, even Chris Dunn in Utah. Chris Dunn! Seeing those guys go into other places and produce that, you know, you can understand. I can understand a Bulls fan's frustration. But Mm -hmm. now you're starting to see – growth from Patrick Williams, growth from Kobe White. And mm-hmm. so, you know, it's not the ideal circumstance, but I don't think you tearing it down to the studs, it's just it's hard to recover from that loop. Yeah. I mean, even a team, New Orleans, talented as can be, mm-hmm. but there's just something that they're missing. Mm. And that is just I can't put a finger on it, but it's something that they're missing. Mm-hmm. Even though they, you know, ideally they have the guy in Zion, the mm-hmm. guy in B.I., but, you know, but I agree with you, though. It's, if you could get something for Caruso, you, they, they would, it would behoove them to get something for Caruso. Yeah, but, yeah. you know, this, this team, you know, what, 12 and 18, I believe the record is. Yeah. But 
you I would I might be wrong. You're more tapped in with the fan base, but I would say mm-hmm. at least the vibes on Twitter are better just because of what they've seen yeah. from Kobe of late. Well, yeah, they don't have a choice, you yeah. know, in that. Like yep. you can be stubborn and you know what I mean, you continue <laughs> to feel that way, but you don't really have a choice and you have to be you have to be silly to sit there and not be impressed by what you're seeing. Yeah. These guys, these young guys do. And, they, and even Ayo, we haven't even mentioned him, like, and what he's was, doing yeah. and the role that he's carved out for himself yeah. pretty much. So, yeah, like, I'm excited about it. And uh, definitely the fan base is excited uh, about it, seeing those guys like Kobe, because there have been a lot of Kobe apologies that have gone out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because people thought Kobe didn't have that. Like, I've talked to many dudes who thought that, like, years ago, who were like, no, nah, he ain't got it. And I would always ask that question, like, if he don't got it, can he get it? You know, like what's stopping him from getting that? Yeah. Nothing. Obviously, nothing was stopping him from getting it. He went and he's got it. And he all time leader in North Carolina scoring. Come I on, dog. Like he hoops. He balls, man. Uh, looking at this comment, who is that? Satya making? No, you don't completely agree. You said we should trade AC last night. I was not here last night. <laughs> I was not either. <laughs> you got some black people confused, bro. <laughs> I wasn't here last night. So check check out that show. That what was it me. Uh, but I just said right now, <laughs> I thought we should trade uh, Alex Caruso, you know. Yep. And But, I, again, I don't think that's you can anymore. I just don't think you can anymore and still be what I thought they could be without him because a lot of that was dependent on Torrey Craig, yep. you know, being here and being healthy, who was great for us. But without him, you got to hold on to Alex Caruso, man, because if you lose him, bro, exactly. <laughs> you're opening some floodgates here, man. But but for the people who who – want to tank, you know, and the people who have that ideology, or even this team playing like this, what can you tell them about this type of value that can come with the Bulls actually making a play-in? Because there are a lot of people who don't see that value of this team this year making a play-in. Even if they get to the playoffs through the play-in, they still don't see any kind of value in that. Uh, they just would rather tank, start over, and, you know, take it down to the studs. As, as Matt says, burn, the, burn it to ashes and then set the ashes on fire. <laughs> so, so how do you say it to, to those guys who don't see that kind of value? I would say look at the 2024 draft. You know, Joe Cowley, shout out Joe Cowley shout sometimes. Um, he wrote about how average mm-hmm. the draft is. And, you know, he talked with, you know, well-reputable people. And it's not a strong draft. You know, there is no Wimby in this draft. Yeah. There's a Ron Holland for the G League Ignite. <laughs> yes. There is an Isaiah Collier who's at US, you know, USC. Isaiah Collier, the, shout out. These are solid players, but these aren't difference makers. Yeah. There's no D Rose at the top of this draft. So if you're going to tank just for the sake of tanking, just to get a guy who's not going to really move the needle, mm-hmm. then that's just a waste. You know, there is the NBA is all about experience, it's all about getting reps. And, you know, Golden State, yeah. they built their dynasty off of finding a Clay Thompson pick 11, Draymond. The, the Boston Celtics, you know, they had one year, the, the Isaiah Thomas in between years when, you know, they had the last hurrah of that 08 Celtics team. Mm-hmm. Then they had their rebuild, get Marcus Smart. Then the weird years, you know, it's kind of like in community. They had the gas leak seasons in between <laughs> where uh, Dan Harmon wasn't there anymore. So they just call it the gas leak years, Yo. the weird years. <laughs> yes, you sir. know, that's why I call it the, the IT years in between, you know, yes, those little fun years. Yeah. And then they got the Kyrie Irving, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown core. It's just, yes. they, they never really tore it all the way down. Yes. You no, know, they even had yeah. a year where Evan Turner was on the team and they were still a solid team. No, shout out E.T. from Chicago. Shout out. And so you look at all around the league, and there's not many teams that took the the most extreme version of tanking. Yeah. You know, they did rebuild. But I, re- I just think there's a fine line between rebuilding and tanking. I think mm. rebuilding is when you are rebuilding with the plan in mind for the future. Tanking yes, is when you're just, all right, we're going to put out this roster, see what happens. Right. And then that's where, you know, Houston, you saw what Houston had to do this year. They had to go yeah. out and get the, you know, they got rid of the substitute teacher and got the hard stern teacher in Emi Udoka. Yes. They had to get adults in the room with Dylan Brooks and mm-hmm. Fred Van Fleet to, mm-hmm. to write the culture. And then, and you know, they paid, paid a, a lot of money. A yeah. pretty penny for them. So, yeah. you know, the Bulls have paid a pretty penny for, you know, their vets, but would you rather this or, you know, have the young guys that have to coach out of them? the mm. bad habits that they've mm. accumulated over the years. Mm. So, you know, tanking is fun. You know, on 2K, you do it. You get the first, second, and third yeah. pick. It's, that's fun. 2K but then, is easy. 
But in real life, and these are real people in real situations, it's just different. Just a different monster, ain't it? Just different. Yeah. And like, I, I talk about that with my yeah. friends all the time, like that 2K way of thinking. Like yeah. everybody just can build their team <laughs> like that. And I'm like, bro, there's no creative players. Like, yeah, there's I, no creative players. You can't turn the fatigue off. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, <laughs> like, it's, hard, it's hard to walk in the locker room like, yeah, we're gonna we're losing this year, guys. Right. Like, <laughs> like, it's, you can't do that. Like, like I, is this the, the human element is just so undervalued when yes. it comes to these things. Yes. Like, Say it these again. are real people you're dealing with. Say it again, bro. Like People don't factor that part in, bro. Yeah. Like, these are human beings who are paid professionally to yes. play a sport that they love. They didn't come out. And a lot of them, if they're at this level, aren't used to losing. Yeah. You know what I mean? They didn't come up in high school <laughs> or in college losing. It's yep. not their thing. So to do it, and I'm sure it's devastating to, to the Pistons and what they're going through yep. and dealing with, even even to an extent what Wimbyama went through a 15-game losing streak. <laughs> he talked about how much he loves winning. That's what he yes. talked about. I want to win, dog. I don't care about none of this. Yeah, I I'm not, you will never see me cheering for losing. I'm not for losing. I'm, I'm always for winning because there's value in wins. There's value in doing it that way. And you're kind of seeing it. Right now, like with this team and the camaraderie and the continuity <laughs> of this team that's kind of working and coming together. And it's fun to watch. The Bulls are a fun product of basketball right now, rebuilding and retooling while they're actually still being competitive and winning. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a thing. Look at the – I mean, granted, you know, they did the hard part and had Steph Curry on their roster, but – what helped propel the Warriors to that 2022 championship? Mm. They finished the season 15 and five yeah. with their young guys getting, you know, the Jordan Pools of the world. Yes. The getting, you know, even though mm. it blew up, but Jordan Poole got that experience and then was the starting shooting guard until Clay came back. Yes, and so yep. he, they all got that experience. That's kind of the, the, what helped build them up and get them ready for that moment was that you know that I think it was a playing game against the Memphis Grizzlies. Yeah. You know they were they were in the fire. Mm. They they had that experience, and so just being in the playoffs now. So we we live in a society where it's either winning a championship or you didn't do anything. Mm. And there's a fine line in between. Yes, like, it is. I just looked up the 2015-16 Boston Celtics. Come on with it. They won 48 games. Mm -hmm. Isaiah Tom. This was before the, the King of the Four IT breakout year, yes, the sir. MVP like season. Great year. And so you had Isaiah Thomas. You had Avery Bradley. Like, they didn't win a championship, but Evan Turner, Jay Crowder, Jared Sullivan, like, all of these guys. Right. But it's important to have a, a sense of winning within your organization. Correct. And, you know, that and that matters. You saw with those Bulls teams when, yes. you know, when, when D. Rose would be yes. injured. Yeah. They didn't lay over, you know. No, they didn't. And you, that's how a Jimmy Butler, Jimmy Butler grew from being around Jimmy. I mean, being around Joe Keen, being around D. Rose, Rip Hamilton. Correct. And so – all of that stuff matters. Like, there's a human element here that is going, like, whether fans want to believe it's real or not, you know, one of those things, it does matter. Oh, it matters. Yes. And I think also a great example of that, and I, and I know we got a commercial to do, but a great example of that is Zach Levine. That's yeah. a great example of that. That man is not used to winning in this league. Yes. And if you watch his, watch his game and how it plays, it shows yeah. because of that human element. Like, he knows what breaking down in the fourth quarter is. He knows what losing at the buzzer is. He knows what losing on a ridiculous shot is. He was in Minnesota before it was cool. Correct. Right. <laughs> before was it, before was awesome. it was the end thing. Yeah, before people liked being <laughs> there. You know what I'm saying? He was there for that, man. So, like I said, when I told everybody he had not never won four games in a row in his career, it just happened the first year Alonzo got here. That's a couple years ago. You know what I'm saying? Like, he finally tasted that, and that's crazy. So, yes, it, it is important to win, and it shows in you when you're losing, and it wears on you. Lowry Markin is a great example, how he said, I fell out of love with basketball here. Losing has something to do with that. Yeah. Uh, Wendell Carter Jr. and all the injuries he's had looks pretty spry. Now, I know he's hurt now, but he played the most games he's ever played last year in, in Orlando. He had never played over 55 games, you know, here in Chicago. So it, that stuff matters, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and. It's a thing, guys. Like he said, there's a human element involved in this that we got to get behind. Winning is fun. <laughs> it's fun, okay? And it's good. Just let the chips fall they, where they may. You can't control all this, man. Because that is, I mean, Detroit just shows you they were the worst team in the league last year. They ended up with a top three pick. They did not. <laughs> they ended up with number five. 
All right? And if the Bulls were the worst team in the league and ended up with number five pick, they wouldn't have gotten it. <laughs> they would have went to Orlando. Yeah, imagine how that would have felt. All right. Let's get to a break. Great discussion there, Kyle. You're awesome, man. Yeah. So, we come back. We're going to talk about the aforementioned Zach Levine and his absence. How or which guys have improved their game or have benefited from the absence of Zach Levine? Is it Kobe? Is it Pat? Or is it Io? Which one of those guys you feel has improved the most? Please tell us. Continue to send in the Super Chats. We're going to read those too. But first, let me talk about something that Steven loves. Gambling. He enjoys it. And especially for the NFL fans. Look at his face. He's like, can't I? I do like gambling. For the NFL fans out there, y'all, it's time to unwrap nonstop football action. It's our late season throwdown on big matchups with DraftKings Sportsbook. I like how I say that in the chest. An official sports betting partner of the NFL. Yeah. This week, new customers can bet just one, two, three, four, five, five bucks on NFL and score one hundred and fifty instantly in bonus bets. Steven, have you been placing your bets, sir? I have been placing bets and I've been losing bets, but I'm still hopeful. Okay. I'm going to turn it around and get back to where I was. Okay. You got, what, what bets are you looking at? you get anything coming up that uh, catches your eye there? I'm a big soon? NFL guy. Just I'm looking at the futures for the Super Bowl right now. Oh. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And you can bet on anything in the Super Bowl. My favorite one's to bet on the color of the Gatorade that was being dumped on someone. Oh, that's a chance game. I want to put some thought into it. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> yeah. What do I want to do that for? <laughs> mine is thought, too. Well, mine is more feel. I'm more feelings. You know what I'm saying? It feels when it like Riptide to Rush today. All right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need feeling, Steve. You the one who got to do all the math and the, and the whiteboard stuff. I ain't got time for that. Yeah. Blue. <laughs> 500. Run it. <laughs> Let's do it like that. That's what we're going to do. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook now with the code CHGO. New customers can bet $5 on NFL action and score 150 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook with that code CHGO. DraftKings, the crown is yours. Steven, I think it's also time to talk about your other favorite thing that you like. And I don't even know what people will notice about you. But you're very serious about your energy needs, sir. Very serious. He's, he's no jokes about it. Well, let me tell you this, though, because it's getting easier, Steve, for businesses to switch to electric vehicles. I don't know if you knew this, but it's getting easier. That's something that we can all get behind for the health of the planet and for the well-being of all of us who share it. Yeah, the electric grid is evolving to meet your cleaner energy needs as we all move with confidence toward an electric tomorrow. Word. Whether you have one delivery van or a whole fleet of shipping trucks, ComEd could help guide you to make the changes that make sense. Mm. So, Stephen, what, what should business owners do? They should go to ComEd.com slash, Ooh. as you would say, clean like to, to learn more about uh, the resources, fleet rebates, and infrastructure incentives available to help businesses go electric. If you own a business, don't wait. Start making your plan today to switch to electric vehicles. Good for business, good for the planet, good for all of us. Go mm. to comed.com slash clean. Did you say comed.com slash clean? Yes, I did. Mm. Go now and see how electric connects us to a better way of doing business and a better future for generations to come. Oh, that man is a professional over there. But he ain't playing about his energy needs. Mm. All right. Um, let's get into this, man, because this is something that I, I really honestly wanted to know your opinion on, among yeah. many things, actually. But... Zach Levine, during his injury, I mean, we have eyes. <laughs> we can see this is a totally different team and how they're playing without him on the floor. I think part of it is because, you know, he is not out there. I think a part of it is just things started clicking. I'm not going to put all of it on Zach. Yeah. I'm just not going to do that. I think it's not. silly to do that. But certain guys have definitely benefited from that extra time on the floor uh, with Zach being out. And the guys that I point to immediately are the young trio. It's Io, it's Kobe, and it's Patrick Williams. So I wanted to ask you, uh, which one of those guys do you feel benefited the most with Zach being out? And please uh, tell us who you all feel between those three guys, who you feel benefited the most from those uh, three guys being out right now. Um, but, Stephen, I, I, you can put up that uh, graphic for me, sir, when you get a chance, just showing what – the three guys have done in the absence of young Zachary Attackery. I put Stephen out, you know, shout out Big Gip. Um, Kobe White, as you can see, 20, which is wild, 23, 6, and 6 with 41 from the field. Patrick Williams, 13, 4, 
with an assist, but that 48% from the three-point line is ridiculous because he was not there for a while, and it's good that he found his way. And Io, who has honestly been just super consistent, even without, even with or without Zach, he's been pretty consistent. The 10 points, the 3.4 rebounds, the 2.5 assists, shooting 35% from the three-point line, I think that is definitely key to his ascension as well. But, Kyle, who do you feel has benefited uh, the most with uh, him being out? I'm going to take the easy answer here. Ooh. I mean, it's Kobe. Kobe White. Okay. And I don't even I don't even want to, you know, like you said, I don't want to put it all on Zach being out. Sure. I just think something just clicked with Kobe. Just I don't I don't, I don't have any tangible, you know, the stats were up there 23 6 and 6. Mm-hmm. Just something just seemed to click with him, you mm-hmm. know. He looked the most confident he's played here. You know, I remember the game against Miami. He catches the rebound, spins into a, and then shoots a three pointer all in one motion and mm-hmm. splash. Like there's a certain confidence in a in a bravado he's playing with a flair. Yeah. And I, it's just, I, I would have to go with Kobe. I mean, mm. the the leap. He, you know, he took a leap last year with just the defense and sure. the attention to detail. But now the shot making is there, mm. combined with all those other things. So he's played like a, you know, one of the best, better guards in the league. He has. No, it's, it's been really awesome to watch his ascension and growth and just setting that record of the three-point shots made. Uh, yeah. What was it, three three-pointers for about yep. 15 straight games yep. or something like that? Like, just really incredible stuff uh, from Kobe. Uh, personally, I think it's Pat. I think okay. Pat has benefited the most, and I, I'll tell you why. One, it's wild to see him have 13 points a game. <laughs> Let me start there. That's wild, all right? I'm not – I can say I'm not used to seeing it because he hasn't done it. You know what I mean? He's not, he just hasn't done it. But the reason I feel like that is he operates now with more space than he would when Zach was out there on the floor. And he operates with less thinking now that Zach isn't out there on the floor. You can tell in a bunch of times, and he still kind of does it now, that he's, he's one of those guys that's always thinking. You know, whether he's thinking ahead, whether he's thinking about the play that's going on, his brain is constantly running. It's not a great thing all the time for him. Sometimes you just need to shut that off and just go to work. Just go hoop. Yeah, that's it. But with Zach out there, you can tell he was always pump faking and then passing. You know what I'm saying? Should I drive right here? Should I make this move? Where is Zach going to be? Because I, I want to make sure he gets his you know, kind of situation. Now you see him putting the ball on the floor and getting to his spot, which I haven't seen him do in a, <laughs> since I don't know when. But getting to his spot, and you mentioned the uh, jump shot that he has that looks like DeMar's, you know, yeah. the fadeaway, which is vicious also. Like a dude that big and that tall who jumps that high who's fading, this is why he was hitting those shots on Wimbenyama. And I was pointing that out. Like, dude, he's hitting these joints on Wimbenyama. And the reason is because it's a fadeaway and he's jumping out of the gym and he's six foot seven, six foot eight. Yeah. So he's not a small person doing this. But it just feels like he has more space and, get, and less thinking to do when Zach isn't out there. Now, I'm not blaming that on Zach. That's something that he has to figure out, I think, Patrick Williams, because Zach is, could be a really awesome player to play with, dude. Like, yeah. Zach, as Pat Bev says, Zach is cold. You know what I'm saying? Like, he just is. So it's something Pat has to figure out, but I think without him being out there, it's definitely benefited him and helped him grow his game to the point where I think if Zach does come back, it would be better for him. He won't be as... Uh, tentative, you know what I'm saying, and as rigid, you know, it would be much smoother because we've seen a much smoother version of him out there on the floor. Yeah, no, he's definitely played with a lot more a lot more confidence. Mm-hmm. Just no, you know, he's cut out the fat. It's just getting to what he's great at. Yeah. You know, sometimes – and, you know, a streamlined process is sometimes best for a younger player. Mm-hmm. Instead of having everything in his disposal to work with, it's just – all right, one, two, mid-range, one, two, post-up, you know, mm-hmm. just those little things. And mm-hmm. you're starting to see that aggression, you know, he had a reverse dunk the other night. He yes. had, <laughs> he, you know, he's trying to dunk on people. Right. He's showing that aggression that Bulls fans have been, you know, imploring for. Even, you know, media people have been wondering when is it, is it ever going to click. Yeah. But, you know, still the rebounding is – Still what it is. Mark K pointed out last night on Twitter. He just, I think he said it it, it baffles him how he can't grab that many. And so, you know, that's there. It baffles me. (laughs) So I I don't get it. And so it's the next step in his development. But I will say the confidence, I will say something, you know, between DeMar and, I mean, not DeMar, Patrick and Kobe is you really see how much confidence they have in each other. Yeah. 
And that's something that I think is tangible that the Bulls can, you know, potentially harness mm-hmm. that, you know, they seem they work well together. Yes. That, that, you know, their lockers are next to each other in the locker room. Mm-hmm. You know, I really do think that getting the best versions of Patrick, getting the best versions of Kobe, then you add that because last night was a game they won. But you could tell that, you know, Zach would have been, yeah. you know, his scoring boost would have been there. Yeah. And so it's it's interesting to see, though, like I there isn't a wrong answer with those three. Yeah, with Dose and Iodasumu and Kobe and Patrick. But isn't it crazy to think that we're talking about their performances in a positive light after how the season started? Feels good, don't it? <laughs> it feels good to it's me. Just, it's insane how just the, the turnaround. It's a reminder yeah. of how much of a long season it is. Now it's about Kobe adjusting to getting, you know, number two on the scouting report. Yes. And, but th- like we talked about, those are good things for his development. Yes. To deal with that heightened defensive pressure and intensity and get, you know, okay, so now – you're not just the guy after DeMar and Zach. Now you're the second guy. How do you adjust? Right. Can he adjust? Those are all questions that will be answered over time. Absolutely right. And so, you know, them going through these trials and tribulations will ultimately, it's a, you know, everybody says it, but it will ultimately make them better. It and will. Whether it's here or any, anywhere in the NBA. And even to add to your point about Pat and Kobe and their uh, relationship, even when they were getting ready to go on the floor, I, I watched Kobe walk right over to Pat, you know, grab his head and put his foot on him and talk to him about it real yeah. quick and then go for And I was like, that's the connection right that there. That leadership. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That leadership. But that was a real, like, friendship connection. And, yeah. But I, I like uh, the reason I didn't go with Ayo at all because, again, I think Ayo was doing this when Zach was here. He has really carved out his own lane, yeah. which is really impressive, man. And he is playing a game within the game. <laughs> and he finds his own niche. He sneaks in and steals offensive rebounds. He's developed that nice little mid-range jump shot, getting that shot from the baseline, yep. running past everybody for a one-man fast break. Like, he's, he's finding his own. blur in transition. Oh, my gosh, man. Like, yes, this is the I.O. from Illinois that I remember. Like, <laughs> nobody could stop him. This is why he got the Bob uh, Cousy Award there because yep. nobody could stop him out there. He, he was awesome to watch. Uh, let's go ahead and hit these uh, chefs that are super from our guy, Steven. Steven, take it away, sir. All right, first one is from Derek Owens. He said, I think Zach is a victim of the Bulls tearing everything down and essentially making him the vet of the team. He never had a real OG vet until Thaddeus Young. Yeah, KG. Yeah, he did. Yeah, KG. He did. Yeah, he had him. I hear your point, you know, and again, a lot of this was on Zach a lot, especially when they were losing, because he was clearly the best player. And when you're the best player, you get the ball whether you want it or not, you know? And you're playing all the minutes. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like, he was fresh off the ACL tear when correct. he came here, too. So it's hard for him to, again, we talked about those habits. It's hard for him to forget that habit of, I got to do it all. Yeah. That's what you're used to. You know what I mean? And that's what he knows. And, yeah, just tired of watching him dribble it off his foot in the fourth quarter. We don't want to see that no more. <laughs> we got team now, Zach. It's all up. All right, Chubbs is either playing the best prank on me ever, saying he was having some issues with their super chat, or he was being honest. I'm okay. going to assume he's being honest here. He wanted to know if uh, the title of our video was trolling because Zach is not a team player or a winner. Of course, the system, system works better without him. That's tough. <laughs> not trolling. I think you're going to need a guy like Zach Levine. They showed that. And who, who do we just lose to? Uh, where they were just ice cold. Uh, not Cleveland. Yes, Cleveland, actually. Yeah, they lost to Cleveland. Um, that game kind of showed you – where you need a guy like Zach Levine. Because at the end of the day, guys, you're going to need hoopers. You know, your system is cool, and the system works, but people will defend the system. And at the end of the day, when that system breaks down, somebody got to get buckets. Playoff basketball is all about who can, who can score when the defense is loaded towards one person. That's it. Period, point blank. That is it. And that's why you have to have more than one. Yeah. It can't just be DeMar. There's no team that wins with just one. It cannot just be DeMar out there doing it. You got to give it to Zach, and when that system breaks down, you can go to the 90s Bulls if you want to. The reason it works is because you had the greatest player ever. So, obviously, when your system breaks down, oh, Mike, fine, you know, do whatever. But here, your system breaks down, and DeMar is being defended well by a taller player or something. Somebody else got to get the ball. And you saw that struggle happen when the Bulls, especially, they didn't shoot well again in this last game against Atlanta. It's just they had a monster out there getting all the rebounds and everything. But you're going to need somebody to get buckets. The late, great Bill Russell told you that this game is about and will always be about buckets. you got to get these buckets, man. And Zach is a bucket getter 
whether you like him or not. It's just about can he buy into the system? Yeah. Can he sit here and watch this and be like, okay, I see what I need to do. I see what I need to get in. All right, I can do it like that. Yeah. If he can't, fine. We can have that discussion later. But I feel like he can, though, man. No, I think – see, the thing with everybody wants, you know, the ideal 3 and D role player to, mm-hmm. to, to run their system. And sure. that's just – you know, at the end of the day, you need a guy who can just – Say, forget the offense, give me a screen, or forget the screen, just let me go ISO. Right. That's just, you know, the, look at the, the defending NBA champions, Jamal Joker, Golden State when they won in 2022. Andrew Wiggins stepped up and yes, was that did. guy. So you need, you need a bucket getter. Yeah. Every, every team needs a bucket getter Everybody. other than their main guy. Correct, correct, because they're going to they're gonna be on him, man. Does Zach want to stay in Chicago? We don't know. We'll find out. But he's gonna, I think he's going to play again for the Bulls after this injury. You feel this way? I, you know, from the reports out there, you see from Casey and um, Shams, I, I think I've, I, at first I, when he, you know, the whole trade thing went down, I thought he wouldn't. But as it goes on, I wouldn't be shocked if he's here. Okay. All right. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. All right, I know we're close to the end, but, Stephen, we're going to throw you a curveball real quick. Oh, that's not good. You don't what have to it? do anything. Well, no, how no. about before you throw me the curveball? Sure. Can, can we get some more likes in here? There's 35 likes. There's 157 people watching. He also, needs the thumbs. Can we get a shout-out for Anthony, who's uh, uh, he's in from California visiting his nieces? Hey, and his nephew. Shout-out, Ant. What up, man? Shout-out that here. family time. Yes, sir. Nothing wrong with it, man. I had some yesterday. It was pretty awesome. All right, let's hear this curveball. This curveball. Curveball is music. Oh, no. I'm not good at music. I, 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 I've heard. <laughs> I just want to ask Kyle because he wanted to know his best uh, albums of the year, like favorite albums of the year. I'm going I'm to start with you, though. I want to know right. what albums you feeling and what's your best of the year, sir. No Name. I really I really, <laughs> Sundown been was enjoy- awesome. really been enjoying that album. Yes. That It's not getting enough love, I don't think. Mm. Um, Babyface Ray from mm. Detroit. Really been tapping in with that Detroit scene lately. Yes, sir. And Nas, uh, I think it was Magic 3. Magic 3, yes. Magic 3. Nas, you know, nothing really you need to say. But, it's Nas. But I really want to talk about that No Name, the No Name album because it yeah. was, you know, she does a great job of being critical but also criticizing herself. Correct. And so that was really, you know, she's not just talking down from her ivory tower. She's... No, I got faults too. You yeah. know, I performed at Coachella. Right. And so, <laughs> right, right, and so right, I right. think when we talk about these these top 10 lists of the year, you know, rap people talked this year that rap, it wasn't a great year for rap, which it wasn't. I but, completely agree with you. But the women ran rap this year. She did. Like, No Name ran rap. Lola Brooke ran rap. Yeah. Like, all of these fantastic female rappers. Nicki Minaj's so, new album. Nicki Minaj. Mm-hmm. So, no, had to shout out No Name one time, and you know mm-hmm. he didn't drop an album, but J Cole was just oh, feature ki- killing everything, yeah. feature killing monster. everything in sight. Feature monster. I I completely agree with you on No Name. I love artists who who understand they're artists. Oh, yeah. She's an artist, bro. Artist. Like so, artists are flawed. You know what I mean? And yeah. that's fine. That's how I want them. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're not here to make statements. Exactly. And, I mean, when I say make statements, like uh, changing my like politically. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're not here to lead you on that. They're giving their opinion. Yep. This is how I feel about this. Do you yep. feel like this? Cool. If you don't, cool. But this beat is dope, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> These rhymes I can, are dope. Yeah, right, this is what I'm saying is ill, right? Yes, it is. Continue <laughs> on, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Mick Jenkins. Shout out Mick Jenkins. The Patience. I love that. Whew. That album was dope. Anyway, because I sure wrote something down because you told me. Um, Nick Grant, Sunday Dinner, was super dope. Uh, Legendary Trackster had a double album, which was dope. The okay. song with Lupe on there is crazy. 
Uh, El Zion Oh No had an album. Shout out El Zion. Heavy Vibrato. Cole. Uh, Black Milk, also from Detroit. Yeah. Everybody's good. Fonte, verse one of the verses of the year on the, on that joint. My favorite one, oh, Naomi Sharon, R&B artist. Naomi Sharon. She signs the Drake's label. R&B Great album, was, man. R&B albums this year were killing it. Yeah. They did. Oh. Killing it. Victoria Monet. Shout out Cleo Soul also, man. Good God. Hey. <laughs> hey, brother. Hey. Hey. But album of the year for me. Oh, and Terminology and Paul Wall had a collab album that was cold. But... Coda, the friend, and Static Selector. That album Select. for me was right there with Sundial. Okay. Like that album was really like, damn. Like yeah. it slapped me in the face. I like when <laughs> albums slap me in the face. I, that's the only time I like being slapped in my face is by music. <laughs> and that album, I wasn't ready for it. Yeah. But Coda, man, and they really blended well. And just listening to Static Selector and how good he's gotten. As far as his beats are concerned, like you can he really killed get the that, of that now. Joey Badass project he did, I think 2022. Yep, yeah. yep. He 2000. Yep. He killed it, and he had a compilation album too. Yep. Again this year as well. Uh, actually, had Pasta News was the first song, okay. and it was his first time talking about the death of uh, Dave from De La Soul. The first yep. time talking about it, man. Shout out De La Soul, rest in peace, Dave. One of my favorite groups ever. But yeah, so I, yeah, Naomi Sharon was cold, but Cold of the Great and No Name. And uh, the Mick Jenkins project, really, really awesome stuff. Yeah, yeah. good stuff. Some good albums. Yeah, yeah I'm, 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 re- I'm ready for 2024. Let's go, man. Steven, who you listening to, man? You guys are never going to want to work with me again. I, I couldn't name a single album from the year. You, don't, you can't name a single album that you listen to? Uh, I could tell you what I'm listening to right now. Yeah. And it's completely different from everything you just listed. Come on, yeah. I, I just downloaded Spotify for the first time, which is another <laughs> weird thing. That I know, I know, Shout I know. Out. Shout I know out. Spotify. Right <laughs> now, work with I, I'm in on the vibey songs. I've been listening to Chainsmokers a little bit. Chainsmokers. Okay, yeah. yeah. Okay. We rock with the Chainsmokers. All right. Yeah. Yes, okay. sir. Okay. You can say words. All right. Come on, man. Yeah, I thought you were going to say something more obscure. I'm yeah, like, we're like, we like, we chain smokers. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, come on, man. My, my, my li- our libraries, I say, oh, our libraries are pretty vast. Bro. Okay. We all over the place. You heard of me? But yes, thank y'all for indulging us on that. That was awesome. Thundercat, too. Oh, yes. Thundercat. Oh, great point. <laughs> He's awesome. <laughs> great point. Great point. But yes, a um, lot of great music this year. Uh, make sure you all continue to listen and find yourself something that you get into. Everybody ain't got to like what you like. Yeah. Don't worry about that. Just find something that you get into that you think is dope. And then share it with people like me because I like hearing that kind of stuff. So, yeah, that'd be cool. Watch the Little Brother documentary as well. Thank you all for joining us. Kyle, my guy. Of course. Appreciate you being here, man. Kyle Williams, the youngest in charge. <laughs> make sure you're reading his work with the Sun Times as he covers the high school hoops right now. But he's covering it all, ladies and gentlemen. And you're just going to see more and more of him. This, this, this won't be the first time. You're going to see more. I got Steven Nichols. Shout out Steven. The Phantom. <laughs> he can't the find Phantom. him nowhere. He can't find him nowhere, baby. I can find him at, at a place eating some steak and some eggs. That's where I can find him at. <laughs> Shout out to Matt. We'll be here. We'll be back tomorrow. Uh, Matt, uh, Will, will be here tomorrow for the Bulls-Pacers uh, game. Yep. And that should be fun. So, on behalf of those guys, I'm Big Dave. Follow me on Twitter at Bow Sports. Love you, mama. Love you, everybody. Kiss you from the hug your families. We out. Peace. Like the mayor. 